verse 43 through 46. Happy to be in the house of the Lord tonight to serve Him. Amen. Familiar story to probably all of us. Amen. Luke chapter 8, verse 43 says, And a woman having an issue of blood twelve years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? I'm going to title this message slash lesson, whatever you want to call it. Who touched me? Amen. And Jesus said, who touched me? You want to get God's attention, you ought to just reach out and touch him. You want him to know who you are. You want him to separate you from the masses, as it were. You want him to identify you as you are. You reach out and touch him, and he will. Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody, not just a nobody, but somebody hath touched me. For I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. He said, there was something in that touch caused me to do something for them. That, there was something about that lady's touch that drew something out of me. Amen. I mean, I want to touch him like that. I'm not interested in just going through the motions. I don't want to bump into him, but I want to touch him. Amen. I want to get a hold of what he has to offer. Amen. Why don't we lay our Bibles down and ask the Lord, amen, to speak to us tonight. Jesus, I need your grace. God, touch us tonight. Lord, bind us together, one mind and one accord. Let your word, God, go forward. God, be planted deep in the soil of our hearts tonight. God, I pray, minister in this place tonight, every heart and every mind. God, we believe you. We trust you. We need you, Jesus. Can we worship the Lord? Amen. Before we're seated tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. You can be seated tonight. I'm, I want to tell you today that of the crowd that was present that day, thronging and pushing and bumping up against Jesus, this lady that touched him was the least was the least likely to do so. Amen. She was the least likely of all the people there that day who intended to get a hold of Jesus or to get an answer from Jesus. This, uh, this, 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 um, this, this woman who had this issue of blood, I mean, was the least likely. Amen. Everybody else there that day had strength enough. Amen. Had the ability to walk right on up to Jesus. Amen. Look him dead in the eyeballs and say, Jesus, this is what I need. Amen. But this 
poor lady, amen, in her weakened state, amen, after having visited doctor after doctor, after having talked to, amen, physician after physician and expert after expert about her situation, amen, realized, amen, she had no hope, amen, of her own ability. She couldn't acquire, amen, the answer that she needed, amen, through normal and natural means, amen, she needed something, amen, special, she needed she needed an extraordinary touch. I mean, it wasn't just, uh, I mean, the hand of a normal man that, that she needed. It wasn't just, uh, I mean, the skilled, uh, I mean, precision of, of a skilled surgeon that this woman needed. What she needed was the hand of God in her life. She didn't need just another touch. She didn't need somebody to tell her that everything's going to be all right. She didn't need somebody to say, well, just keep praying about it. She needed somebody right then and right there. I wish somebody was hearing me here tonight. Amen. She needed the touch of the master who created her. She needed, amen, the hand of the one who formed her. Hallelujah. And Jesus, amen, that day, walking on the, amen, the pathway, amen, I believe it was to Jairus' house, amen, as he was being beckoned, amen, for another miracle on his way about the king's business. Busy, no doubt, amen, he had a mission in his mind. Wasn't even thinking about this poor old lady, amen, in her situation, amen. She was, amen, forgotten. Amen, she didn't have, amen. The attention of the one that she needed. Amen. Anybody ever feel that way? Hallelujah. Amen. She probably felt like a nobody. She probably felt like she was on her last leg, so to speak. She didn't have any other options, Brother Dell. She, she had no more Ways, no more doors to go. There are no more doors in this house. This is this is it. All right. And Jesus hadn't even thought about it. Jesus was concentrated on another person, was dealing with another problem. Amen. Was friend. Amen. Jesus wasn't even looking her way. Amen. She went to church service after church service and prayed, God, would you speak to my preacher about me and my situation? God, I need your help. And never a message came forth, amen, to answer her questions. Amen. She, amen, was exactly perhaps where you may be, amen, in this service tonight, wondering and just hoping, amen, for another answer, amen, for, for this question, amen, that is looming in your mind. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please him for he, amen, that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. It does, he didn't say, he didn't say the ones who have the, 
the, the most skill, amen, in playing the piano. He didn't say the one who had, uh, amen, the perfect, uh, the perfect voice, amen, to sing and carry on in song, amen. He didn't talk about, amen, the one that was able, amen, to write the largest check, amen, and bless the kingdom of God. And I am not saying anything against any of that, but the one, amen, that the Lord, amen, is the one that the Lord rewards are those that seek him. Amen, who keep on coming, who are faithful to him, who will knock on the door one more time. Amen, who will ask the master, amen, I need you. My God, my God, you're exactly who he's looking for. You're the one, amen, that the father seeks to reward. You're the one, amen, if you're in this place, amen, on these pews, and you're going to be here Sunday morning, and you're going to be here Sunday night, you're the one that the Lord is seeking to reward. Hallelujah. Those, amen, that diligently, diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Man, why? Why would you keep coming back? Man, why would you continually, amen, return, amen, to a place where you've gone before, amen, and not received your answer? Why is it? What is it, amen, that causes, amen, this lady, amen, to talk to another person? She has no experience with him. Whatsoever has never, amen, heard, amen, about this man, Jesus. Uh, um, she's, she's probably heard about him, never interacted with him in the past, uh, amen. And to her, amen, nothing more than just a, another expert, just another person who thinks they can help me. Yet she goes one more time. Is willing to ex- extend herself, amen, one more time. But it wasn't, I, I, and you have to bear with me tonight because I, I cannot wrap my mind around this lady, amen, who has been rejected, amen, countless times, amen, having spent her life savings, amen, on this issue, amen, trying to find the answer that she needed, amen, she continually going back, going back, going back, amen, looking for, but when she reached out in faith that day, there was no doubt in her mind. There was no question in her mind. I mean, it was the touch of faith, amen, that healed her. I mean, it was a, it was a faith, amen, it wasn't just, I mean, again, I'll go back to Hebrews 11 and 6. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. That is what got God's attention that day. That's what drew, amen, that virtue, amen, out of his body that day was a touch of faith. Someone willing. Try one more time. Not just absent-mindedly. Not just hoping. Amen. As we talked about the other night. Not just, but this was real faith. She knew that if I could, if I could just touch the hem of this man's garment, I'm going to be made whole. I'm, I will. There is no doubt in my mind. 
We've got to get that kind of faith that when we come to the house of the Lord, even though, amen, it, wasn't, it didn't happen last week or it didn't happen the month before or the year before, amen, even though, amen, as we approach the end of 2018, amen, all our hopes and dreams of 2018 may or may not have come to pass, even, even though, amen, that happened in 2017 and 2016 and, and, and years, uh, years ends, amen, again and again, years end again and again, amen, in hopelessness. New Year's, I, I was talking to the boys the other day at youth, uh, at, at the youth service, and um, talking about how for a number of years I, I've made New Year's resolutions. Okay? All right, everybody does that. By the end of January, of course, Everybody falls off the wagon. Not everybody, but many people do. Brother DJ one time was talking about the gym. He said, I hate January because uh, it populates and everybody's in your way. And it's like, now DJ, he's there every day. I'm not, but DJ is. And uh, running or doing what, you know, he's, he's faithful. Amen. He goes there. Brother helps him. I'm just teasing. Uh, that's, that's faith, right? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, but, but New Year's resolutions set in at the end of every year. Okay, next year's going to be different for this reason and that. Amen. And 2018, I decided I'm not going to make any New Year's resolutions. What I'm going to do is, and wasn't original with me, uh, the, the College of Career leaders out there decided that we should select words, a word for the year. And so I did. I selected a word. And the word that I selected last year was passion. And I, wa- I wanted to be more passionate. I, and everything that that entails, I didn't want to just go through the motions. I wanted to mean what I was doing. I didn't want to just be present uh, in body and not in spirit. But I wanted, when I'm talking to somebody, I'm, I'm interested in, their, in our conversation. I want to be passionate. And, and several times uh, near the end of this year, I feel like I've achieved my goal because uh, several folks have, have told me, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to get into any details, but I, in, in conversations, folks said, you know, I appreciate the passion that you have for God. I appreciate the passion that you have. And, and, and I was like, okay, that's great. That's, that's a great feeling that you have accomplished something that you set out to do. Amen. But even if, even, even if you are there and you, you haven't accomplished what you set out to do this year, I mean, this woman, amen, has, is, right, is right there in that same situation where, you know, she set out this goal. I, I want to take care of the situation and couldn't. I mean, but she, in this act of faith, was willing one more time I mean, to press against all the odds. And, and now you, I, I'm looking across the congregation tonight and I'm seeing a few folks like, Yep, we've heard this one before. We've, I've, I've heard this message before. You can preach it until you're red in the face, Jared, and, and nothing's going to change. Well, that's, I'm looking for the one who's willing to try it one more time. Not looking, I mean, I, I'm looking for those of you that, that are willing to just reach out in faith one more time. Do you believe in 
the God that's able to heal and to deliver? Do you believe in the God, amen, of the New Testament, of the Old Testament, amen? If you read about it in that, in this black book, amen, it can do it for you too. It's, this is not old folklore, amen, that has been passed down from generation to generation, amen, but these are real situations and real people with real problems who had real faith, and the real God that they believed in, amen, solved their problems, helped them out. Amen, I want new life, amen, the truth church, forgive me, amen, I want, I want you, amen, as a person, amen, as an individual, amen, to take a step of faith and say, God, I know, amen, I've already been down this path, amen, seemingly before. God, amen, I've already gone to the altar. God, I've already prayed this prayer, amen, but I'm willing, amen, to give it one more shot. I'm, even, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to pray one more prayer. I mean, Jesus told the parable, amen, of the woman and the unjust judge, amen, who was this woman, amen, knew, amen, that the judge can solve the problem. He did it for some time. He tr- she had to try over and over and over again. And what does the story tell us? Amen. He tells us, amen, that because of her, amen, importunity, because of her consistency, because, amen, not because the judge felt sorry for her. Not because she was in dire straits and couldn't make it another day. But because... She just knew. You weren't telling this woman that the judge couldn't help her. You could try to tell her, but it would be to no avail because she knew he's the one that can help. He's the one that has my answer. So because because of that knowledge, it drove her to the judge's door again and again and again. We've got to get that knowledge. We've got to get that realization that that we're not just playing patty cake church. Amen. This is real. Amen. What God is trying to do, amen, in Olathe, Kansas, amen, through Pastor Riggin, amen, in this city, amen. God has taken Pastor Riggin, amen, to Africa a number of times, of course, through from 2013 and, and, and more recent, since 2013, more and more, amen. And, and we can witness, amen, for ourselves through those newsletters and through his own testimony, amen, the glory, amen, and the baptisms, and the salvation that is wrought over and over and over and over again. Amen. And friend, what's the difference? What is the difference? Amen. Between amen, a group of, back, of, of Trinitarian amen, preachers who don't know truth. Amen. And a New Life Pentecostal church in Olathe, Kansas who knows truth. I'll tell you what the difference is. The difference is whether or not you believe. The difference is whether or not you can reach out in faith one more time. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're willing, amen, to press against, amen, all the odds and say, Jesus, Jesus is near. Amen. If I could just get a hold of the hem of his garment. I feel what I'm preaching here tonight, I, 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 and, and, I, and I know that, I mean, you may not have come on this off night expecting this, but I hope somebody, I mean, can get under a burden here tonight, I mean, for yourself, I mean, for your own situation, for your own problems, I mean, and know that God, I mean, 
is able to heal. He's able to deliver. He's able to change. I'm going to somebody pray the prayer of faith one more time. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to skip through some of this here. Mark chapter 1 verse 40. There came a leper to him beseeching him. And kneeling down to him and said unto him, If thou wilt, be thou, uh, thou canst make me clean. Jesus moved with compassion. So many times we think of God as just this uncompassionate being up there in heaven. Ready to strike us on our first mistake. To correct all our problems, to correct all our... That's not the way he is. The Bible says in this amen, story that Jesus was moved with compassion for this person who was trying to seek help and put forth his hand and touched him and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. I mean, I, I put that story in there because there were a number of, time, number of times, amen, in the New Testament as Jesus walked the earth, amen, that he reached out and touched somebody. He was willing, amen, himself to put forth the effort Sister Anna, and reached down and somebody said, and just fixed the problem right then and there. He, he put forth the effort. God put forth the effort and reached down and touched and healed and delivered and changed. At the touch of Jesus' hand, amen, there was healing. There was miracle after miracle. Amen. And, and, and I can read, amen, another story, Mark chapter 7 and Mark chapter 8, where folks, amen, realized this, that if I could just, amen, get Jesus to touch me, they started to beseech him. They started to seek for it. They were looking for Jesus. I, I want you to touch me. I want you to put your hand on me. I wish your hand, God, I, I need you, amen, to touch me. But in order for God, amen, to touch you, you've got to get his attention. Before God, amen, will reach down and touch you, you've got to get his attention. And this poor old lady with the issue of blood didn't have, amen, that luxury. She didn't have the attention of Jesus. She was being trampled underneath the feet of every person that day, bumping up against Jesus. She was thinking, amen, in her mind, amen, you don't realize the opportunity that you have as you brush up against Jesus. You don't recognize, amen, this opportunity, amen, that you have, amen, as you are standing in Jesus' face. In his, you're in his very presence, amen, and I'm sitting here trying, amen, to get just a touch. I just need the hand of Jesus. I know that if Jesus can touch me, everything's going to be, or somebody hear me tonight. Somebody hear what I'm trying to tell you tonight. Amen, if you can just get the hand of Jesus in your life, if you could get, get close enough, If you're willing to put forth some extra effort, 2019 can be an entirely different year, not because of a resolution, not because of your own imagination and ability and can-do attitude. The difference will be the touch of God. The difference will be whether or not the hand of God is in your life. 
How many times have you heard a preacher talk about something? Well, you can see that the hand of God is on that person's life. You can see the hand of God amen, as he moves on that person. Amen. I want that to be said of me. I'm not interested in just trying to mosey on through life. Amen. I want the hand of God on my, I want Jesus to touch me. And so in Mark chapter 8, verse 22, I mean, they brought a blind man to him and they besought him. Jesus, just touch me. You read on that story yourself in Mark chapter 8. These people, amen, this had, had, these people had something that a lady with the issue of blood did not have. That was the ability to talk to Jesus, to get his attention. Jesus, would you look my way? See me in my situation. Have compassion on me. She didn't have all the time in the world to get Jesus. He was on a mission. He was walking past her. He was going somewhere else. That's not what was on his mind at the moment. What was on his mind was another very real need, very real problem. And Jesus was going to deal and to touch another situation. So this poor old lady, I want you to imagine with me for a moment, she had no other hope. Jesus passed by. This was the last opportunity she had. So she couldn't wait for Jesus to touch her. She reached out and touched him. So you might say that that's just for her, just for the lady with the issue of blood. It only happened that one time. No, you can read on in Mark chapter 6. Verse 56, the last phrase of that scripture says, and as many as touched him were made whole. This lady started a trend. She started something. Started a revival, that's right. She decided that I, I, I don't, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting for the answer. I'm going to get it myself. We've got, we've got to get there. I mean, some of us are, we, uh, no doubt we're praying, God, send revival to Olathus. Uh, send some souls. Help, help us find the right people. Help us see I mean, the right, pray through the right person, sing the right song, do the right thing. I mean, when we really don't have to wait. If we could just Touch him. As many as touched him were made whole. Sister Becca, you can come. It's not enough just to come to church and um, brush up against him. 
There were a lot of people there that day, the disciples said, thronging him. That was the word. Pressing him on every side. Because of the sheer number of people there, they couldn't help but touch Jesus. They would trip over someone else's foot, bump into him. There were a number of other people that were physically touching him. It wasn't the act of just being present where Jesus was that achieved the goal. It wasn't... The Bible tells us that multitudes followed Jesus. Many people, many, many, many people always following Jesus. If that was the deal, then everybody would have their answers. It's not enough just to be present. It's not enough just to be there and to be even coerced into touching them convinced that you have to of your own accord of your own faith your own desire your own your own momentum touch him not not because somebody caused you to this evening. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Let's reach out to the Lord for a moment. Hallelujah, Jesus.